Welcome to Raise the Anchor with host Melissa Burbridge. In this podcast, I will share the stories of individuals who have made major life-changing decisions. The purpose of this podcast is to tell their stories and inspire change within. Stick around and share their journey with me. Today on the podcast, I'm going to hand the reins over to my business partner. Welcome to Raise the Anchor podcast with your host, Michelle. I'm going solo today, and I'd like to introduce my guest, Rob Camo. Rob is a hardworking entrepreneur who wears many hats. He also produces a very entertaining YouTube show called Coffee and Covers, and now he's taking on a new adventure by starting a digital marketing company. Rob specializes in video marketing and brand photography, and I am very excited to have him on the show today. Welcome, Rob, to Raise the Anchor. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. It's good to have you. Let's, let's jump right into the questions. So, Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, I am the father of three beautiful girls. Um, I had my first daughter when I was uh, 17, very, very early. Um, and uh, as freaked out as I was, I, I kind of, you know, I, I kind of made a few decisions that year. Uh, one of the decisions was, you know, I need to figure out how to be here. Uh, for this little one. And, um, you know, I was in high school at the time or just, you know, just grade 10, right around grade 10. And, um, you know, I know everybody says stay in school and, and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's kind of tough when you're, when, when, when something like that is, is, is in front of you. So I, uh, I, I got my first job and from there I quickly realized that, you know, you can go, you can't go very far with, with, you know, just such little education. And, and uh, so I, I thought it'd be super, you know, uh, a better decision to, to try to take some night courses. And so I didn't exactly finish high school. I took some, some, I did get my GED after a while. And then I went and took a few web design classes and I took some graphic design classes and I just really started loving anything to do with media. Um, I was a, I played a, I played a lot of music when I was younger. I still play a lot of music today. And um, in my early twenties, uh, you know, I, I I played a lot of bands, and the bands did go to quite a few recording studios. And the producers at each one of these studios was able to kind of uh, get. Our, our music to uh, the foundation to assist Canadian talent on records, um, which is, is a, it's a, it's a organization that does grants um, for, for Canadian music. And we, we were able to get a lot of these grants um, and our music was released on, on CD, but I always felt that we were missing, you know, we didn't get a lot of airplay because, you know, I felt there was not a huge video presence. Um, I didn't know, anything about video at the time. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know anyone who knew anything about video. Um, but I knew that everybody who was on much music or was on much more music had a ton of play, a ton of play on the radio and they had a ton of play on, on video. So it was always something I kind of strived to figure out how to do. And then I think just over the course of the years, I, I kind of got involved in photography and then I figured out that, you know, uh, through, through the beauty of YouTube and things like that, a lot of creators on YouTube teach you, you know, you can do a lot more with this camera than just photography. You can, you can literally produce very super, super professional videos. Um, and that kind of became a passion. So I don't know if that's Absolutely. a good answer or not. <laughs> no, yeah. I know that was fantastic. Thank you, Rob. Um, yeah. 
I know another another hat you wore you wore another hat that you wore was a professional event DJ. So can you tell us a little bit about with that path? Yeah, that was uh, again. You know, I, where I said I was a, a father of, of three three beautiful girls. They um, in my early twenties, um, you know, I, I had I had met someone and we found out that we were going to have another another little one and. At the time, I was I, I was I had the night courses of of the uh, you know the graphic design and then the web design, but you know of course I'm not I'm not working for anyone doing that. It was just more of a love, and so uh, but I still had the music aspect where the the guys would come over and we would play a lot of music. And at the end of the day, all these you know, these PA speakers were just sitting around the house, and I kind of put two and two together that you know these things can play. You know we can we, uh, we can play music on these, and then I thought how hard would it be to, to actually, you know, do, do a wedding. And so I kind of practiced as much as I could, um, in the basement. And then I kind of, you know, overnight sort of launched like a, a DJ company. And, uh, and I, I mean, at my first wedding, I was, I was a wreck. <laughs> I was a wreck. I didn't have enough music. Um, I was just, it was, it, I, and I, I wanted them to be super happy because who doesn't want, you know, your clients to be ha- happy. So, you know, you try to be as entertaining as you possibly can. And then you learn just like everything else you learn. So um, my next wedding was better. And then the next wedding after that was better. And then before I knew it, you know, three, four, five years later, um, you know, I was, I was, I was in another city. We had moved up to Moncton for a little while and uh, you know, I was, uh, I was finally able to make ends meet, um, you know, for my family uh, by, by doing this as a second, as a second job. Um, and, uh, you know, but I would never see them. I never saw them. I was, I was going Fridays and Saturdays and I never, and I never saw them. So you, you sacrifice, um, to, to kind of make the ends meet, but at the end of the day, it takes a real, really big strain on your family. So, um, nothing can last forever, but you know, you, you, you try, you try as much as you can. So is, is DJing something you're still doing or have you moved away from it for, for various reasons? Yeah. Um, like I, t- I talked about, the family is very important to me. So um, that relationship that was in Moncton kind of, it had a lot of strain and, um, you know, it, it came to an end. And, and unfortunately, it was one of those things where I moved back to another province and, uh, and, and I'm not, I'm, I don't have the same reputation as a DJ down here because nobody really knows who I am anymore. I was, you know, I'm, I'm one of 25 different event DJs, you know, rather than being one of three or four up in Moncton. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're, you're at the bottom of the, the pond again and you, you try to build it up a little bit, but then I found out that uh, my girls were, were actually going to move back to to health, the Halifax area. So, of course, you know, weddings take place on Fridays and Saturdays. And if I'm going to have them on Fridays and Saturdays, not really, you know, something that you can do two things up, right? So, uh, they they kind of they kind of slowed down quite a bit. The wedding slowed down quite a bit, and then. Um, you know, I'll still do I'll still do a few here and there, of course. Um, but it, they'd slow down quite a bit. And with COVID happening, it's uh, it's a whole different ballgame. Like every every wedding this year that I know of um, has has not taken place. So I know a lot of guys that are in the industry that um, you know, I know one 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 guy, for example, he's got five or six DJs that work for him, and 
all of the weddings were gone. Oh, all of them due to COVID. That's terrible. Right? Then, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's he's going through quite a year, um, and uh, you know it it makes you it makes you kind of refocus, and you know you, you, it's it's a hard situation all around. You know, you, you had all these people that that were they were very excited to you know to kind of finally get married. This was going to be the big year, <laughs> and right. and uh, you know something like this kind of goes place, and you know we, we you know I can understand for sure like public safety, right? Public health and safety has, to, has to be forefront. So yeah. it makes makes sense. So. Yeah. But also like family comes first. So it sounds like you're, you would have, even if COVID never happened, you would have had to get out of the industry anyway, because to be there with your girls. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you really try to find a balance. You try to find a, a balance of, you know, you want them to have the best time when they're with you. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily the best time, but you want them to have, you know, like you want them to remember the times when, because you have so much limited time with them now. You've gone from having them for, you know, every single day to having them four days a month. And that is very hard. Very hard. They grow up so fast, cherish every moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you want those four days to be memorable right? You want them to be, you want to, you want them to, to be excited to come see you. Right. And it's not going to happen if you're out there working something else. Right. So. Absolutely. Sounds like it was a good choice to make, Yeah, but uh, yeah, like something you yeah, can do on the side. I suppose I, I really enjoy your YouTube show coffee and covers. So what made you yeah. think of this idea? Well, this was, it's funny. Cause like, um, I, I, like when I, when I came back from Moncton, um, I, I, I get, like I mentioned, I was at the bottom of the pond for <laughs> being a DJ. Like I was, I was, nobody knew who I was and, and I, I couldn't be found on Google at all. And so I would, I, I kind of was going through a, a place in my life where I was kind of coming back to music and I was rediscovering music. And I, I, I went down to an open mic that was that was kind of down the end of uh, of the road here, and lo and behold, I didn't actually know it was. It's been voted the coast the coast's best open mic, I think, a few times, and you can actually see why. I walked in, and there had to be forty musicians in there, and every single one of them were incredible. They were just I couldn't get over it, and I'm like, they would just one guy would get up and he would play bass guitar, and then he would switch to a guitar the next song, and then he'd be on drums the next song, and. I got up and after not playing music for years and years and years, I just felt like I was like, this is incredible. This just feels so good again. Right. So uh, a couple people who played in some local bands saw me get up and they said, they approached me afterwards and asked if I would, I would be the lead um, singer for their band. And I said, yeah, that's, that would be incredible. I would love to do something like that. I don't have anything on the go right now. And that became pretty crazy pretty quickly. Like we would, we were playing cheers for a while downtown and we were playing various bars all around on Fridays and Saturday nights. And it was such a great time, but I was only ever playing with the same four people. <laughs> so I, it was one of those things where one, one day I decided, I'm like, well, how can I, how can I play with all these awesome people that are, that are not just these four people? How can I, how can I actually get this to happen? And, um, I remember coming up with this concept. I was like, okay, well, I really, I, I'm starting to learn how to edit video. And I'm starting to get back into music and I think I can come up with something that, that kind of where I can have somebody new come over and we can just kind of try to do a song together and see how it turns out. And the first person I had over was 
a, a huge, huge member of the community, uh, John Sear um, in Lower Sockville here. He does so much good for the community. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I can't say enough about this guy. He's just so good. And I asked him and it was like, he was like, of course I'll come over. And I was like, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So he came over and we, we did a couple songs together. Yeah. He was, oh, so I don't know if you've ever heard John Sear, but he's just, he's incredible. Well, I that definitely watched all show. your shows. You say, do you have any upcoming episodes planned? Yeah. Well, I've got a few people who, who've reached out and, and said they want to do it. And I'm very excited because they're pretty well-known <laughs> musicians. So that makes me super excited that they want to do something like that with me, especially. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Um, so, but with COVID, we want to make sure we kind of, we kind of did it right where, um, we were waiting for, you know, the, the bubbles to open up a little bit because I'm kind of hoping that the the next time we start to film stuff, uh, it's going to be a, a, a bigger, a little bit of a bigger set. It's going to be a little bit of a, there's going to be more cameras. There's going to be, uh, more musicians. Um, so it's going to be a bit of a bigger production. So I just wanted to make sure that we, we, we kept safety in mind. And then, you know, with the bubbles opening up and stuff like that, we're, we're getting to a better place. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's, that's going to be sooner than later. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to check it out. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So what, <laughs> what led to your decision to start a digital marketing company? Yeah, I, I, I really think it just came from the fact that uh, with all the practice I was getting with the editing of, of the show, the coffee and cover show, and the, uh, you know, I, I, I had the opportunity to travel quite a bit over the past couple of years as well. Um, and I would just kind of take, I mean, just for my own fun, I would take some, some footage, um, you know, some drone footage that I had shot, or I would take, uh, you know, some random footage of just the whole, the whole vacation. I would, I would edit these things together. And especially with the coffee covers, it was, you'd edit it in such a way that it actually, you, you felt like something at the end, you felt like you had this feeling of, of, um, you know, it was just something entertaining that's a people would actually watch and uh and the amount of time you put into the editing um you know it, it it kind of kind of spirals and before you know it you spent you know six seven eight hours editing something that's six minutes long right <laughs> so um once i looked at it and once i watched them i was like you know these are these are pretty much on par with a, with a lot of 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 great stuff that i that i see and it almost it's it, it doesn't feel like it's work. It feels like you're just really happy with the outcome. It feels like you're really happy with the creative process. And so I kind of just thought this would be great to, to start. I wonder I wonder how much of a demand there would be for something like this. So the company I I just I just started recently. Um, but you know I've been doing I've been doing you know product photography for a little while, and I've been doing. Um, you know, the videography for a little while, but it's just the, the actual launching of the media company is, is just coming to a head now. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm super excited. So, so yeah. what, what was your scariest moment when you made this decision and, and what, what's uh, scary about the launch for you? <laughs> uh, the scariest, I think the scariest thing about the launch is, is you, you always worry for me, I always worried about making the ends meet and, you know, making enough that, you know, that you're, you're able to keep the lights on, so to speak. Right. Um, And then I stopped and the older I got, the more I thought, you know what, uh, you know, there's always going to be a way there's, we are always going to try to find a way, but the, the more you worry about that, the less you are to jump. Right. So, right. 
And that's, and that's pretty much, I think everybody faces that. They face the fact of like, you know, they get to that point in their life where they're, they're sick of the job they're in or they're just whatever. And they're scared to jump. Right. And, you know, everybody, and it's, it could be, you could even be scared to jump in the current role you're in if you could love it, mm-hmm. but it's just, there's always risks. Right. So you got to get over the risk. You got to get over the jump and you got to just, you got to do it. You got to see what happens. And then, you know, if it starts to go downhill, quickly you'll know <laughs> but if it if it feels right and and you've got a good reception from people then i think and it's it's you know it's creative and it's it's what you always wanted to do that i don't understand i mean that's just that's just you know put two and two together right so what motivates you to to take that jump um i think what motivates me to take the jump is i don't see a lot of people like, I don't, I, it's funny. Like I learned to play, I, I learned to play guitar in grade eight, grade seven, grade eight, something like that. And that same year, like nine other people in my grade decided to learn how to play guitar. And I thought, well, now I'm just one of these nine, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I don't know if that makes sense, but like sometimes when I go to learn something new or try to do something new, it's strictly because I don't see a lot of other people doing it. Right. So I'm trying to, trying to kind of take a step creatively that way rather than just kind of jump the same way as everybody else. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess that's what kind of, that kind of like when I get up. Yeah. I guess that's motivation to be unique. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of it. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny saying that because um, you know, coffee and covers is cover songs. Um, but, but I, I do feel that the next episodes are going to be, they're going to be, I, I want you to do one together that everybody knows, you know, and then that, and that'll keep them engaged for a little bit of, of time. But I also, I think we should do, you know, I think we should do one original that's yours. And then that way we can get your stuff out too. Right. So. Love it. Oh my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what advice yeah. <laughs> can you give those thinking about starting their journey into discovering the future they want? I think it's always smart. Like when you're young and you're really, you're 19, you're 20 years old and you're just getting your own place and stuff. It's smart to keep something, uh, you know, like a, a job that's stable. It's definitely smart, you know, whatever it is, but the extra eight or nine hours that you get after that job, a lot of people just go and they, you know, they binge drink or they, they, they're young and I can understand that. I wish, I wish when I was younger that I spent a lot more time, doing things like I do now. Um, and so I guess the only thing I could say is, is if you, if you feel like you really, really want something, then spend the extra time, you know, after you've made the ends meet, figuring out how to do that. And if that means you gotta, you gotta find some sort of education on how to do it, then by all means, figure out how to do it, whether it's on YouTube whether it's a night school, whether it's some, it's a college, university, whatever it is, just, just do it. Yeah. Amazing. That's some great advice, Rob. Mm. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, well, the, right now, um, I'm just about to launch rebelmediastudios.com. So that is coming very soon. So you get to see a lot of the photography that I've done and some of the videography work that I've done. Um, the, right now, the only YouTube channel I have is the, uh, Robert Camo travel photography, videography, music channel. So <laughs> <laughs> just head over there and you'll see a lot of the stuff I've done, um, 
and that's, uh, yeah, that'll give you an idea of kind of the co- It has got all the coffee and covers that are on there so far. And, and hopefully, hopefully people subscribe and, uh, you know, we'll get the subscription count up and we'll, you know, we'll see what's, what's to come. So, yeah. Absolutely. Lastly, Rob, who inspires you? Yeah, this is, uh, this is one of those questions. It's, it's tough because, you know, like you, you kind of said, you know, it seems like I wear many hats and I guess I kind of do in a way I, 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 I look at musicians, you know, and they they obviously have inspired me when I was younger, you know, you you see the stage and you see the Freddie Mercury's and the Elton John's and you say, wow. And you just, but then you, you take a step back and then you look at what made that happen. And then it's like, okay, well, you know, they were playing the music, but all the visual was, you know, done by this person. And I would, you know, I'd look up that person. And for example, I went to see Nine Inch Nails in in 2013 and they were incredible, but just as incredible was the stage and just as incredible was the lighting and just as incredible was the video design that was behind them. So I looked up who it was and it was a guy named Rob Sheridan. And like, then all of a sudden he's the one inspiring me instead of the band. Right. So it's who inspires me changes all the time. And it, it sometimes it just changes based on what I'm interested in, you know, that, that year. So it's a hard one to say, but you know, I, I guess I'll kind of leave it that at that. So, yeah. Oh, it's a very interesting perspective. I love that. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Rob, for being on the show today. It was really great having you as a guest and I'm so excited for your, your new digital marketing company launching soon. Um, can you, can you say the name for me one more time? Yeah, it's just Rebel Media Studios, rebelmediastudios.com. Yeah. Amazing. So uh, everybody can find Rob's photography and videography on rebelmediastudios.com. And uh, again, thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for having me. All the best. <laughs> All right. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Raise the Anchor. And subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Don't forget to rate this episode as well. I'm Melissa Burbridge, wishing you smooth sailing.